Hello and welcome to a little bit of a fireside chat with Stoop Kids and our fantastic guest, Emily Chambers. Now, uh, now for context, Emily, um, fireside chat was something that our president, FDR, used to do back in the 30s during the Great Depression. And he used to go on the radio every night and speak to the nation uh, to help build comfort amongst Thanks. the, uh, amongst you're, the you're saying this to me because I'm Canadian, right? You're just giving me the... I'm saying it to you because you're stupid and you don't know stuff. <laughs> I know that either. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that either? I, I didn't know oh, that. Boy. It is weird how much American history I know that other kids don't know. The point is, is that this is not quite stoop life, but I'd like to say it's a little bit cozier. Now, today we're talking about the new single that we're dropping called Cicadas. Now, uh, the reason we have these two people in front of me is because they're the two masterminds behind this track. Uh, one being uh, Griffin Dean over here. Hey. Hi, there he is. <laughs> and then the other one being, uh, as we said before, Emily Chambers. Now, you guys started working together. When was When did you guys start recording songs together? Uh, just like the two of you. Was that in 2019? <sighs> it was like right before I left, like right before pandemic, right, Griff? Yeah, it was like 2020, yeah, pandemic. So like, oh, like early, like January, February? I think it might have been early 2020. And like our first write was too much. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, I wanted to talk about that. So yeah, because you guys started working that uh, with nothing really in mind as far as like, direction right no it was just hey let's make a track together and i think it was and i think we talked about it on the episode where we uh discussed that song where it was kind of like you took a lot of her ad libs in between things and made it into a verse is that correct yeah we definitely i don't know just one of the takes kind of just like it's like just let loose and be chill for a second and then (laughs) Like listening back, and I was like, "Wait, right. this is actually gold!" Like Emily just riffing essentially in a very like calm manner, and uh, that I think that ended up being like half the verses. Honestly, was just like those ad libs. I don't right. even think we would put it out, but Griffin like turned it into something cool. Yeah, yeah. and that was my next question. Emily was like, "How is Griffin's uh, not just co-writing style, but production style?" Uh, compared to what you had been working with before with your like solo stuff um yeah i think it took griff and i so long to even write together because i don't know if we would have like i didn't know if our styles would mesh that well and then i was like very pleasantly surprised when we did our first write and it was like super neo soul r&b kind of chill vibes and he like i really like working with griffin he brings out a lot of he gives me a lot of direction like tonally and for my voice and stuff and brings out a lot of like softer chiller sides of me where like i'm holding back a lot vocally but getting more sort of tone and stuff across so i think right. we were both pretty open i feel like i didn't mm-hmm. know we can get a little hot-headed the two of us together so. you too uh, yeah. no it's 
Yeah, a little <laughs> back and forth. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but no, it's been awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I noticed because I was living with Griffin at the time, and I he showed me the track and I was like, this is very different. Cause I, you and I, Emily have been, had been playing together for like two years at that point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, we were doing a lot of cover gigs, but even your other stuff, it was, it was, it was belty. It was power. It was, uh, a lot of energy. And then this was, yeah, definitely more reserved, more, uh, delicate, you know? Uh, and I thought it was great. And now I don't remember how it t- too much turned into a stoop kid song. I don't remember how we got there. But I assume it was just, hey, we like this. And then Stu Kitts also had nothing in the works at the time. So we we're like, you know what? This is ours now. And we just. Like, how does it. anything become a Stu Kids song? You just throw a rap verse on it from Griffin and some Barry Sacks. Okay. It is more complicated than that. And hey, you forgot about Sam. Okay. I, I also didn't play bass on that one, though. That's true. You play some key things that never really. Like... I made a string arrangement and it <laughs> never made it. <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it live. I'll take the L. Okay, we'll do it live. Uh, like my first Stoop Kid show where I played cello. Mm-hmm. Now, good stuff. The uh, okay. So then, so you guys, we put that. Did we put that out later that year? Is that what? When did too much even come yeah. out? Like, yeah, that was, that came out in twenty twenty, or maybe even twenty twenty one. Right, and then meanwhile, so we were working on that. Now, when did you guys start? working on stuff again together uh emily called me at some point yeah early pandemic and was like hey you know like we're not doing anything just want to kind of start working on some like beats and songs and sending stuff back and forth over email mm-hmm. uh, uh and it was like kind of just the perfect time i think we both like got really into it and just started um crafting a lot of different songs and just seeing what i don't know seeing what happened uh but definitely like early pandemic we started yeah. writing yeah i remember being in like that apartment in like july 2020 and sending you just like keyboard ideas and like little loopy stuff and then yeah like so many just voice notes back and forth and ideas back and forth and then we ended up having like 15 songs or something by the end of two years well it was a different situation than i'd ever seen because it was you would send him a voice note from your phone and then he would just start poking and prodding <laughs> at it just just from that and putting it on the computer and then adding a beat to it. Um, yeah, Griffin I'm... would make a track for my out of time <laughs> voice note Dr- sent drunk. over. Looking back, I don't know if that was the best, best decision, but uh, <laughs> it definitely <laughs> led to some interesting results, I feel like. Um, well, like well, it, it focused a lot of things. I'm like this has to be a vibe first. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we got vibey. We got vibey. Yeah. yeah, you guys got real vibey, and I don't think anybody's gonna blame you for it because um, it was a vibey time. You know, all we really could do was vibe. Yeah, you could say. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the meat of the quarantine time. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nice to have something to focus on because I was. Uh, I was. Uh, I was a sad chick, which Griffin loved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's his bread and butter, baby. Give me that girl. I don't want this like peppiness. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. energy. No. It was weird when anybody put out like a somewhat high energy song during the pandemic. Even though it was a good time to put out music, it was just like that's weird. <laughs> like I got you. You obviously didn't write this with this in mind. Right. You were in yeah, a better place. Not feeling anything. 
you were in 2019, like the rest of us and having a wonderful time. Um, okay. So then now, so you said it came up to like 14 songs at that time. We have like, we have tons of songs, like little snippets of songs and like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of when we got together, when I came back to Nashville in October, Mm -hmm. 2021 i guess for the first time we like sat down and went through everything and was like wow i think we have like an album here and then and then proceeded to write a bunch more songs yeah right (laughs) yeah because i'm like well this is boring to keep working on the same thing uh yeah no i i had recorded a decent amount of bass before even then and then yeah then you guys got back together so okay so was that in october 2021 is that when cicadas got written yeah, because I remember I had the beat for Cicadas, and we were in, like, Sam and we were living together at the time. Yeah. In our old studio, and I remember just, like, showing you some beats, and you were just like, oh, I like this one. I was like, yeah, this one's sick, right? Yeah, and then and then we just kind of wrote the song, I think, then and there, honestly, um, besides, yeah. like, my rap verse and stuff, but the hook, <laughs> all that. The rappers uh, took a little finessing a couple times. I yeah. almost put music over the Cicadas <laughs> rappers. <laughs> um, I think that's I, every rappers you've ever done. You're like, yeah, you know this is it for me. And then you push out gold and we're like, all right, he's, still, he's still here. I feel like this is the best one I think you've done. I think this is such a sick rappers. Oh, I love shout it. Out like to Dave. Shout out to Dave for that too. Eh? Big yeah. shout out to Dave on that. Definitely helped sculpt and um, like, yeah, make that actually good i just like to say that this is the only time on any soup kids podcast that we have shouted out dave what day is the best <laughs> paternostro <laughs> <laughs> um now okay so no no so griffin when you were making that beat i know you were kind of making a lot of beats at the time uh because you're you know uh, in, in your beat workshop mm-hmm. uh but like, was there anything behind that? You're like, you were, were you channeling anything? Any, any certain artists, any certain songs that you were like, you were like, I want to make this kind of thing. Um, I think the only guiding principle that I've sort of followed with Emily has been just making chill R and B in a certain sense. And chill R and B can be many different things. It can be slightly dancey too. But like, I think that's been the only, or at least like something that had like elements of that um and that's sort of just been the through lines i know with stoop kids like we'll just do kind of some wild stuff and we'll do like i don't know some psychedelic i don't know some fucked up shit and then with this i was like i wanted to just make it a little more um focused i still don't think it's actually terribly focused i think there's still a lot of like genre bending going on uh with everything but uh I just wanted something that you could just like chill to and like almost like living room music in a certain sense. Um, yeah, yeah, we talked a lot about like, we talked a lot about like playlisting or like put something on that you wouldn't want to like skip when listening to an album, like something you could just like chill to and listen to over and over again. And I remember we created a playlist on Spotify that we like added to that ha- that definitely has changed since that playlist that was all like her and like right. There's a lot of her. <laughs> and also i mean i think i we saw a glimpse of that when when i would go into the studio and you guys or you know he would be 
working on one of your guys' tracks and then have a like you know a sample track you know a sample song like oh, yeah. to, you know compare and stuff yeah it'd be daniel caesar it'd be her it'd be uh you know uh, yeah uh, in that realm what how do you how what do you how do you think it's changed since then i personally think it's gotten a little more indie and a little yeah. more like mm. i put one song lose my mind and i don't know um yeah like we started tying in a lot more like organic elements i feel like and then i think i don't know i think we kind of like found a bit of a our own sound in the whole process yeah. remember when we actually did a ton of work the two times that i was back in nashville during 2021 and it was like or 2021 and 2022 and it was like we listened to them and they sounded cohesive and i was like oh wow i think we're like doing a thing <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good feeling it's like, like there's an album there's something yeah the album had a dance track the album had like a heartfelt you know slow ballad one like i just think there was all of a sudden we kind of came together um, yeah that was a, that was a moment cool. oh shit we have an album we need to like this isn't just us like sending stuff back and forth anymore. This is like a little bit bigger than that now, uh, right? Because yeah. it, I mean, and also Emily, what was the last uh, album you put out? I mean, it's been singles since I've met you. I think, right? Yeah, I have like two five track EPs that were released in like a series of singles. This is my first full length album. <laughs> Griff, I mean, I think I realized that honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Produced by Griffin, yeah. Right, produced I mean, and written with, yeah. Well, you you got you found just the guy because uh, Stu Kids have three full length albums and then an EP on top of that. Actually, two EPs. One of them you'll never find, so don't look for it. Now, uh, okay, so let's dig into Cicada. So now, when you heard the beat, you were in. You you liked it. You were like Griffin. I like the the cut of your jib, my brother. Griffin, this is hot fire. Hot. Uh, fire now we're now when you were listening to it and obviously this is a little bit ago but like do you remember being like hey we could we could go this direction like were you pulling from any uh resources or anything like that like what were you what were you what did you have in mind or did you just start letting it fly i can't really remember how the concept came together we definitely wrote the verses before the chorus the chorus for a while i remember we had sort of like a melody feel line that we wanted but then and then it was Griffin. I remember Griffin was just like sitting in his chair and he just was like, yo, like cicadas in the night. He said something about cicadas. And I was like, that's a sweet name. Yeah. And then it kind of tied into what we were writing, but we were just kind of writing about this like fucked up relationship, which like a couple of tracks are about <laughs> just <laughs> sort of it. not being able to get somebody out of your head and just kind of like, all the things that come with a messy breakup and whatnot. Hmm. See, I'm more into music that's about really nice relationships that everybody <laughs> uh, wins, but uh, you know, uh, to each their own. Uh, Just get now, experience yeah, with us first. So, okay, so now was the cicadas idea like that i mean it was a random thing that uh griffin kind of dropped in did you play off of that or did you think it just kind of worked with what you were already had in mind it kind of worked like we were talking about basically like i can't get you out of my head you know like every time i let you out like i think you just kind of come back around like why am i still thinking about you we broke up so long ago and it's not even in like a longing way it's just in like a fucking annoying way yeah i've been giving a timer that says we have 10 minutes left 
So well, I, the whole thing was supposed to be 10 minutes. Yeah, so. well, I don't even know how long it's been going. But you know what? I'm having fun with my two friends. So, uh, Anyway, uh, okay, so then I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Because, I, I, you know, obviously we in, have been anticipating this uh, single coming out. But also, like, a sing- another single just came out by another people called, like, Cicadas and Something. And then another person put out an album called Psycadas, like P-S-Y-Cada. Oh. Like, is this just like a meme amongst our, like amongst our like world? The year of the, the year of the cicada. The year of the cicada. Maybe everyone was always in their homes, and so they're just listening to the cicadas outside their houses when they're mm-hmm. trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then and instead of doing what else they would be doing, and yeah. way to do that research, Sam. You really came prepared. Yes, research is what I did, not just <laughs> notice stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, okay, so then you guys got it to a pretty good place as far as you know. It was like you had recorded at least the scratch vocals, and everything was pretty much put together. And then I played bass on it, and God damn it, I'll say well, thing. Uh, hold your applause. You play bass uh, sometimes. Um, really? but I'm I'm more of a flautist. Uh, but I played bass on that and actually it's some of my favorite playing that I've ever put down and I don't often uh, think back on anything I've done but I was like honestly I really liked it I, I was digging for uh, Bootsy Collins uh, kind of just hip, hip little uh, indie funk bass and, yeah. and like Mac DeMarco kind of stuff if, if Mac DeMarco totally. could play bass um, but I did what I could and I think it came out well uh, I think it's fucking sick. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it. I think it's. I think it. It, it all meshed real well. But uh, then it was like. I, then it was a discussion of. You know, I think. I think you. I think Griffin was showing it to the rest of the guys in Stew Kids, and it was a. Well, that's real good. Maybe. That's ours yeah. now. You know. <laughs> 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 well, Griff, you you were talking with the guys like about a couple different tracks to do a collab on one of them, and right, this was like the standout. Stoop was like, "This is the track we want to do." Yeah, I was you know I was trying to do like some other track or do something like uh, I thought would have made me make more sense, and I think it was probably Joe who's just like, "But this song is just really sick," and so why would we do it? <laughs> Joe was just like, "No, no." no. Um, right, and then I think it kind of warmed up to me once we added Tom sax and pitched up to be like a soprano Kenny G sax. I was like, this is actually thick and uh, let's, you know, and obviously Sam is so featured on it with the bass that I think it, it did make a lot of sense and it is, it is funky and kind of has a little bit of that suit kids vibe. Um, uh, but let me just yeah, say, I recorded mean- a lot of Sam bass in my life. And I think this might be my favorite bass track as well. Um, you heard it here, folks. It's pretty good. Even if uh, I took a dump, it's the best smelling dump I've taken. So you're gonna love it. Really good smelling dump. <laughs> I no, I I I think, yeah, I think it was a mixture of not only of just like it being the right vibe and stuff, but I think it's just your production powers and my bass powers have also just been in a very good place. So we it all came together, and also Emily's on it. Um, but, (laughs) uh, but yeah, I, I, I think we all just agreed that it was, 
even if it didn't even fit in with anything else we were working on. Not that Stukas are working on anything, or maybe uh-huh. we are. Yeah. But uh, we were just like, this is this is a no brainer that this is uh, this is now ours, and we we're and we're not gonna we're not giving Emily credit on it, right? No, she gets she gets no credit. Yeah, cool, cool cool, 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 cool. I'm a ghostwriter. Right. It is funny how the song, like, you know, because you used to sing Emily sing the first verse, and like there wasn't a rap verse. It used to be so, um, like we had a whole song where it's pretty much it was all Emily, and yeah. we kind of wrapped a lot of parts, honestly, to sort of like make it this two kids thing. But it, it definitely, uh, I think kept it interesting. And now it's like, I don't know. I listen to. Oh wow, I'm singing a lot in this track all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> yeah, it became like a total like duet. Yeah, duet. Yeah. So exactly. this whole process with Griffin in writing has been really interesting because we literally have had like like seven iterations of each song. Like we just keep rewriting oh, yeah. them, but it's no, been a really me, cool way to to work because I remember when we got Cicada's mastered and then we started working on other stuff and we we're like, well, shit, now everything has to be that dope so we just went and rewrote a bunch of other stuff so it's cool yeah. we're kind of doing it track by track just trying to up up our game up our game this up our game f- bud i'm like producing someone else besides the one track we did but like that i'm producing and mixing and doing all of that and yeah. so Emily's definitely uh uh been very gracious i think in some of those hiccups uh, along the way to get building my confidence up in a certain sense to do it yeah it's gonna be like your calling card as a producer of other things than Stoop Kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Should we talk about the music video? I was yeah. just about to say that. Uh, in the time we have left, I wanted to discuss. Uh, so the music video, I actually don't know the plans with that. If that's being released the same day or if it's being released, it'll be released later. the day before, so you can listen to the track the day before, okay. and then it'll come out on Spotify the next day. Um, gotcha. And 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 uh, so Emily, you are in. A place not known to a lot of Americans, but it's called Canada. Now, <laughs> it might be known as America's Hat, but uh, you're in uh, Vancouver and you filmed your own part of the music video. Yes or no? That is correct. Okay, cool. Yeah. You're on the spot. Uh, yeah. And how long ago was that? How long did you? How long ago did you do that? Months ago. Um, yeah, like I think it was early October. Or like even, okay. or like late September. Yeah, it's right before. It might have been in October. Yeah, because it's right before I came back out to Nash, I think. But yeah, we basically like talked Griffin and I about doing a video, and I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to put like a bunch of like money into this. It's our first single or whatever, and so we kind of tossed around some ideas about what the song feels like. We both came to the consensus that it felt like driving around at night in a sick car. <laughs> so yeah. So I yeah. borrowed a sick car and then he borrowed a sick car and we both wore right. bomber jackets and <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, now Griffin had a stylist on this one. I think you styled yourself as far as I can tell. I wish I had a stylist. Griffin looks dope. Quite <laughs> vintage helping, helping me out. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I called Olivia uh, like 30 minutes before. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I need some type of clothes. <laughs> yeah. Please. They brought over some stuff, and it was I love that shirt. I want I, that shirt. Yeah, I had a gig with her that night, and she was very excited when she was like looking at the uh, stories of just like, oh my god, he's wearing the shirt. I'm like, yeah, what else is was he gonna wear? <laughs> like you tell you told him to wear it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you and you guys were up super late, 
doing your half of the um, video here in Nashville, from what I could tell, right? I just kept growing for us, and then we, you know, we did some some shots uh, downtown, like a kind of downtown, and but we had planned to come back to Broadway at four a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. to get essentially empty streets uh, with a bunch of like neon lights, though type thing. Um, okay. The only way we knew that is that we some of us used to work at Daddy's Dogs, and we'd be down town at 4 a.m. and realize that there's no one out and about then um and so that was pretty wild of like we had you know a day of shooting and then got like two or three hours of sleep and then came back down to broadway and shot in this massive street um with a bunch of lights though and it it looks really sick i'm not gonna lie i'm like it looks great yeah i think tom dave and i that's been the crew tom was our director of uh cinematography and dave and director he's kind of gluing everything together um and uh i think we're all like really hyped with the footage that we got from it and just the yeah. the vibe uh in the Nailed car it. ben is the guy's name shout out ben for for the car um, and you're editing it all together griff yeah i appreciate all the time you guys are putting into it yeah, yeah. we like so, yeah. did i did like the cover shoot one day that we talked about and then afterwards was like should i go back and borrow that car again and then maybe do like a little bit of a video snippet i don't know if we were just gonna do it for like a canvas or whatnot but now it's turned into this whole video the whole thing well that's so great so the single comes out 25th january 26th 26th the video comes out on the 25th correct you got it it's a stupid life. 